the world today. Men have got to stand up strong, take the truth about themselves to understand what went wrong. I know we can find a way. I know we can find a way. I know we can find a way. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Uniting the races with truth. Instead of dividing them with lies, we're also rebuilding. Excuse me, the family by rebuilding the man. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Good morning. How y'all? How was your weekend? I hope you had an amazing weekend. I know that there are some people who. We're looking at the the little football game thing. All excited about it, highlight of their life. We have a lot come some some issues coming up about that. You can get involved by calling eight 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 seven seven five three seven seven three eight 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 seven seven Jesse J E S S E Jesse. We have every way that you can watch and support the show listed on com slash show. com slash show. And anywhere in the world, in the whole wide world, you can um, listen to the show on your iPhone or iPad by calling 641 641- Seven nine three one five zero zero six four one seven nine three one five zero zero, and you can reminder. Don't forget to follow us. Hit the bell. Ring the bell. Hit the like button, and blah blah blah. Check out, we also on JLP Talk on Twitter, JLP Talk on Twitter, and Instagram.com slash Jesse Lee Peterson. Instagram.com slash Jesse Lee Peterson. Amazing fellowship yesterday. Good. We had like a quiet one. And what I asked and suggested to the people that for yesterday, I wanted them to relax, move slowly, speak aware. Meaning when you're speaking, be aware that you're speaking and not go unconscious. Be aware because when you're unaware when you're speaking, you use so many unnecessary words. You go all the way around the Marbury bush and you come back with nothing. But when you speak in awareness, you use few words. You're straight to the point where there's a question or a comment because you're aware of what you're saying. You're aware of yourself speaking. And if you notice in yourself and in most people, when they are speaking, they go unconscious. They have no sense of awareness at all of speaking. Have you noticed that? And they go on and on and on about nothing. You ask where you've been, they tell you where they're going. Because they're just not aware. They're unconscious when they're speaking. So yesterday in the uh, fellowship, we spoke in awareness rather than going unconscious. It's really time to wake up, folks. If you were not there or you missed it because you were watching football or whatever, you can podcast it by going to rebuildingtheman.com 
slash church rebuilding the man. I think that's what it is. Rebuilding the man.com slash church. Yeah. Thank you. Rebuilding the man.com. And you can podcast it. All right. It was amazing. And all of the meetings included the men's forums on the first Thursday night, ladies forum, Thursday, Thursday night, Sunday morning fellowships, the radio show, it's all set up to encourage you, which I know most people won't, but those who will, is to pay attention to you, to wake up, to overcome the fallen state, to overcome fear and doubt and worry and insecurity and shyness, suicidal thoughts, and all those things. Speaking of suicide, over the weekend, I know I heard of know someone who committed suicide. And I didn't know them personally, but I know their family. And the person was in their 30s. And I realized there was no reason at all. There's never a reason, not one thing that happened on this earth that should cause you to commit suicide. It's ridiculous. You're giving in to evil. You're believing your thought, the thoughts of your own. And it, you're overreacting to the situation because you believe in thoughts about the situation. And when you're overreacting, the devil tells you, you know what? It's over. You might as well kill yourself. You ain't got nothing going on anyway. And you, it sounds like your voice. It feels like your voice. But it's not. People who commit suicide are listening to the voice of evil and believing and worshiping evil, thinking that it's their voice. Isn't that amazing? You allow evil, which is other devil, it's the devil, to take your life away from you. What a sad way to live, but I do understand it. I know that when you're unconscious, you do not see what's going on. You just don't know. You think that is you. You think you're walking alive, but you're walking dead. Eyes are open, body moving, but you're dead. You're miserable. You're miserable. You have fear. You have everything going on but good because you are imprisoned to your mind, to thoughts. Anyone that believes thoughts are imprisoned to thoughts. And which is worse, to be imprisoned physically or mentally? And I know, as I mentioned yesterday, that there are people who do not want to come out of the prison. They love living behind the prison walls. And the proof is, in a physical way, when people, there are many people who get out of jail or out of prison, and they can't handle the outside world. They can't handle being on the outside of the wall. And so they commit crime and go back inside because they can't handle outside. And that's why that's how you are with your mind, with your thoughts. You can't handle being on the outside of the thoughts of that prison wall. So you stay on the inside and you tremble. You tremble even behind the walls. Isn't that amazing? But your freedom is on the outside of the wall of thoughts. Smoke on it. And last week, biblical question. We dealt with that, and it was last week, biblical question. Why do you take sides? Why do you take sides? I appreciate the feedback. It was interesting. And I realized that 99.999.9, not all, not all, not all, not all, but most, 99.999% of human beings take sides because they're afraid to stand alone. They're afraid to say, I don't know what that situation is. I wasn't there. And instead of doing that, they take sides. Not knowing the situation at all, 
but they're afraid to say, I don't know, I'm not taking sides. And, and, and if you don't take sides, you, you're attacked. If you don't take one side or the other, you are attacked. You just, you're a racist. You hate women. You do this and you do that. The, the other side will accuse you and you can't handle it. So you take a side. Not knowing all the details, have you ever noticed that about yourself? You take sides, not knowing the details of both sides. But you take sides because you've been trained to do that. You've been taught to do that. You've been told to do that. And number one, you believe thoughts about it. And what made me really realize this about myself is that I was watching that um, a couple of weeks ago when that black guy down in Memphis, Tennessee was, a, was fighting with the cops and the cops fighting with him. Um, and I was watching it, and I noticed that while watching it. At first I didn't see it because I wasn't thinking, but I was watching it, and I realized the thoughts were dictating to me what was going on, and it was based on how I had been taking sides all along, right? The cops were good, the guy was bad. The guy was bad, and the cops were good. And so I, I realized the thought was showing me, well, look at that black guy. He needs to stop running. He needs to relax. And they look at the cops, it, five of them, or four or five, beating him up. But he deserved it because he wouldn't surrender. So I would, the thoughts had me going on both sides. And then when it finally settled, it was on the side of the cops not knowing the details. And I realized, wow, I'm taking sides and I don't even know the detail, but it's not me. It's the thoughts that's thinking for me, and I think it's me thinking that. And I realized I wasn't going to take sides because I didn't know all the details. And as the days have gone by, weeks have gone by, we're hearing different details. I don't know how true they are or not, but we're hearing different things about the incident in uh, Memphis. You can live a life, as a matter of fact, I would urge you to live a life without taking sides. Whether you're watching it in the news or you're hearing different things uh, from friends, family, wife, husband, children, don't take a side. And then you will be, if there's advice to give, you'll be able to give the right advice, and you'll see what that right advice is in the moment. But when you take a side, you're always giving the wrong advice and receiving the wrong advice. Isn't that amazing? Why do you take sides? And look how taking a side has divided this country. And look how taken aside, you always find that it wasn't totally true. But you took the side, and you reacted, and you feel good about it. What a sad way to live. Until we wake up, we're totally asleep in ways that you never can imagine. And the world has a grip on you, and you don't know it. And the world will not let you go. I saw a um, in this. I saw a clip this morning of that football game thing they had yesterday, and apparently the team that won against one of the black guys did whatever need to do to win the game, and he was talking to the media about it. And guess who's standing beside him? I guess it looked like his mama. It could have been his wife. She looked older than him. But it looked like it was his mama. I'm like, there go mama. But I don't know if it was mama or not. The black guy. And then there's his, I guess, two brothers, I guess, playing on the opposite team. They were um, playing in this thing. And guess who all involved? Mama. Mama all into it on an ego trip. And they were white. Or oh, it appeared to be white. What the? 
stroking mama's ego. Mama is God. Mama pushed the wife aside so she could get the glory. Amazing. What's going on in this world? So I want to encourage you, pull away from the crowd. Don't be afraid to stand alone because the change in you is not going to happen until you're willing to go on this path by yourself. That straight and narrow road is for one at a time. You cannot take your friends. You cannot take your children. You cannot take your husband or your wife. You cannot take your mama, your daddy. You cannot take your friends to travel this road. You got to travel it alone. Isn't that amazing? And 99% of the people are afraid to travel the road alone because they're of their father, the devil. But if you want peace, if you want to wake up, you got to be willing to overcome the world. And then you have the right relationship with the world, people, places, things. And not like you want to be able to enjoy yourself. You got to have a right kind of enjoyment. Everything will fall in place for you, and you will be free. He asked for anything better than that. Uh uh-uh, uh, uh uh uh. So wake up, America, if ever. That was the time to wake up. It is now more than ever in the history of America. You need to wake up. It's getting bad out there. So, podcast church from yesterday, rebuildingtheman.com slash church. Rebuildingtheman.com slash church. All right? 888, there's a line open, 888-7753-773. So, watch yourself so you can stop taking sides. You will be attacked, but that's fine. You will be attacked, but that's what they do. Evil attack good because evil cannot stand alone. And if you're on the side of good and you're standing alone, evil would not like you for it, all right? Working through others. It would not like you for it. So either you love the world or you love what's right. It's up to you. You can't love both. Brand new biblical question. Brand new biblical question. And it's a doozy. Why? Get ready. Why are you so vain? Why are you so vain? You notice I didn't ask, are you vain? I'm asking, why are you vain? Isn't that amazing? And it's such an interesting question. It is deep. For those who are seeking to know the truth within themselves, overcoming evil with good. Why are you so vain? You're so vain. I bet you think this song is about you, don't you? You're so vain. Why are you so vain? That's the biblical question. Did you think about that, Hassan, yesterday? I did. And why are you so vain? (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm from the vine of Adam. What? (laughs) (laughs) We're from the vine. What does that mean? I don't know. Uh, um, yeah, I did think about it. And did you come up with anything yet? Even I, though I'll be talking to you guys later about my experts. Yeah, I guess I thought about um, because I think God. I know vanity's not good, but I think God does care about like how things function and look from a design perspective. What do you mean? 
like I I think God cares about like beauty to an extent. You think God would guys care about beauty <laughs> in what way? Like I don't know. I think of like very high level design, functional design, like space and proportions. And I say, wow, this is like how God is. If you look at nature with like mountains and landscape, oh. there's a lot of, and people could call that vain. Like, oh, you're so vain in caring about aesthetics or the way things look. And, and how does that relate to your vanity? I really care about how things like look and function. Oh. <laughs> Amazing. Interesting. Well, that's the biblical question for this week. Why are you so vain? Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh So yesterday, they had a Super Bowl thing where a bunch of people go and watch some guy throw a football and run up and down the field, and they feel so good and excited. It's like the most exciting time in their lives because they're so miserable otherwise. Nothing wrong with sports, right? But they're so miserable otherwise. A little excitement, such as watching people throw a ball, run and hit each other, fall down and get headaches, excites a lot of people. It's a moment what that they think is away from their misery, their fears, their doubts, and their worries. So they get really popped up over football or basketball or something without being able to enjoy a good game in the right way. We call football put here for your enjoyment, but not to get an identity from. And I got proof that football and basketball and everything is being used as a form of identity. And because it is being used as a means of escaping from your hell for a minute, at least you think you're escaping from within, it always turned out wrong, always, and it always will. It always will. Isn't that something? No matter what it is, relationships, football, whatever it may be, if you have the wrong relationship, trying to get a sense of identity from it, whatever it might be, it's going to always turn out wrong because it's not the solution. And because you get an identity from it, as soon as the game is over, you're right back in your hell because you never left. It was just a fake, feel-good moment. So yesterday, here's an example of divide and anger. Division and anger. Divided and anger. Yesterday they had the football thing, and... um as usual, it turned out to be a mess. This is from the Daily Mail. Mayhem broke out in the city of quote-unquote brotherly love last night following the Philadelphia Eagles' narrow Super Bowl loss to the Kansas City Chiefs. Watch this. Philadelphia police officers on Broad Street last night lined up, telling the crowds to move back and clearing the streets around midnight. These were not the citywide victory celebrations fans were hoping for. People still came out, though, some climbing poles in a newsstand. There were not widespread problems, but problems did crop up and some became unruly. At 4.30 p.m., two hours before the game even started, this video captured a crowd flipping a car in North Philadelphia on the 1700 block of Arlington. After the game, fans did gather, some commiserating, some shimmying up poles regardless of the outcome, but there were still some dicey moments. Someone tossed a section of fencing. Thankfully, it didn't hit anyone. By midnight, officers lined up, and they began to disperse the crowds, pushing them back away from City Hall. Amazing, huh? What did that have to do with football? 
How did that make the game more enjoyable? How did that make the losing team feel better about losing? Because in in my country, anger has been pushed as good. Evil has been pushed as good. This is what you're getting now. What's wrong with those people that their side did not win, so they're going to go out and destroy property that belongs to other people? I don't even know how you can go to these events nowadays and walk away from them, enjoying them in the right way because Everything is all messed up now. It's all a mess in the United States of America. I remember growing up, I used to run track, track and field, and I was on 10 basketball games and and things like that. When the games were over, wherever, if we won or lost, we didn't go out into the streets and damage people's property. We didn't uh, get upset. We congratulated the winning team and went out of the way and, and, and realized how much fun we had at that game, watching it, uh, wishing the team well, cheering the team on, and just have fun. And when that game was over, Prepare for the next game. There was no turning over automobiles. There was no fights. There was no mess like this. Now do you see? My country is not coming back. And guess what else happened at the amazing game, they say. This is a disgrace against the United States within it and against the country without. The world is seeing how divided and weak and screwed up our country is. They're blowing down balloons now, everything going on. I guess people spying on us. But guess what happened at the game last night besides some woman singing pregnant? Looked like a big balloon. But this is from Sky News. Get ready. This is going to be embarrassing to the whole country. Unnecessary, but the whites are too afraid to say no. NFL fans are divided as the so-called Black National Anthem. Lift every voice and sing. It's song at the Super Bowl 57. Uh, let me just warn you, you might not be ready for this. This is not a, so you may want to turn turn away from it. But watch it. Today's Super Bowl, America's biggest and most revered sports event, started with not just one national anthem, but two. Now, a white man sang the Star Spangled Banner, the official national anthem. A black woman sang what's known as the unofficial black national anthem, Lift Every Voice. Here she is. Lift every voice I Amazing. They should have booed their heifer right off the stage. We don't have two anthems in America. We have one. I told you, if you leave it up to the blacks, they're going to turn it into a ghetto in somebody else's land. 888 Jesse, J-E-S-S-E, back in a moment. Now, I totally disagree with the way things are going, but you can't be angry. 
because that's what the enemy wants. He wants to control you. They do things to make you mad so they can control you. It's like being married. And the wife would do things to make you mad or she would do things to make you feel good. And men do that to women too when they want something from the woman, especially sex. They'll make her feel good or they'll make her angry. And the woman's going to have to say, you don't want to be angry. You want to speak up. You want to disagree with what's going on. It's wrong. But do not be angry. Then you won't have fear. You won't have doubt. You won't have worries. You'll be able to see. But you got to stay away from anger. That's why you must forgive your mothers and your fathers so that you can overcome the spirit of anger. It's a spirit and it's wicked. Nothing good in anger. Because it has no love, folks. You need love to defeat evil. And love is not a weakness. It's a strength. It's from God. It's His nature. Nice song. 888-7753-773. Couple announcement number one. The um, Hake, H-A-K-E, report is coming up at 9 a.m. this morning from 9 to 11 a.m. Pacific time. The Hake report dot com. If you did not catch Nick Scream on YouTube on Friday and Saturday, you're in for a treat. And don't worry, you can still get it. Go to YouTube for Nick Scream. He did a show on Friday and Saturday. And we have some great news coming up about that later. He's going full time with that on this network. But check out Nick's stream, all right, on YouTube. And if, if you ever need a book to read, you need The Antidote. Healing America from the Poison of Hate. Blame and victimhood. If ever we need a, a healing Lord, we need it now. And the seven guarantee steps to spiritual family and financial success guide. Seven guarantee. A uh, little pocket guy, a little thin seven steps only. You're going to like it especially if you do it. You got to be doers. That's what I'm telling people. You got to work on you. It's not enough to go down to the head of the church and accept Jesus and now you're saved and go sit down. And nothing changes, right? You got to work on you. You're responsible for you. So the seven guarantee steps are you got to do them. If you want to start a business or if you're in business or have a job, you'd like to see what, what to do, real simple steps, all right? And uh, for Race to Responsibility, my first book, all right, how I was, overcame the anger. You got to overcome anger. You will never be able to see until you're ready to see that you're wrong for being angry. If you ever wanted to see you need to see that you're wrong for being angry. 
And I will sign the books if you order to go to rebuildingaman.com, rebuildingaman.com, or call 800-411-BOND, 800-411-2663 to order the books. And we have a scam, too, how the black leadership exploits black America. If ever black people have been exploited, it's happening now like 90 going north. And I want to one more time give you a quick example of how black people are being exploited and they are glad to do it because of their hatred of white people. They're really starting at home to hate their mamas and grandmamas and they're yearning for their fathers. But others are telling them it's against the white man. And so their mission and they have decided to take it, is to destroy America. Once again, I want to show you the worst thing. The riots that happened after the game, the mess happened, but the worst, this stupid woman singing there, printed, I guess she was performing, whatever her name was. And, but the worst thing that happened to the foot, at the football game yesterday with this, this is from Sky News. NFL fans are divided as the black national anthem. Lift every voice and sing a song at the Super Bowl. I want you to see how gross and how wicked and how evil this even look. And it should not have happened in America last night. Watch this. Today's Super Bowl, America's biggest and most revered sports event, started with not just one national anthem, but two. Now, a white man sang the Star Spangled Banner, the official national anthem. A black woman sang what's known as the unofficial black national anthem, Lift Every Voice. Here she is. Lift every voice I see. Isn't that something that they need to take that mess back to Africa? Dividing the country even more so. And the white audience sat there and took it. In their own country, some stupid woman, black woman singing, lift every voice. Did you ever, ever imagine that you would see something like that? in my country. Did you? They are dividing and conquering, and they are using the blacks to divide because they're not helping the blacks. That's not doing anything for one black person except making their ego feel good about being wrong. That's all it's doing. And somebody else is profiting off of it. When will the blacks wake up? And there are some blacks who are starting to wake up now, one or two in the midst of a thousand. As I said in the fellowship yesterday, God is looking for that one that is willing to overcome. He's not looking for the thousand. He knows the thousand are not going to do it. Only the one in the thousand. And to him, one is a thousand. And there are some blacks who are hearing the message of forgiveness. And they're like, wow, I didn't know I needed to forgive my mama. But it makes sense. I hate my mama. And they go and forgive mama and grandma and return to the father. It's all over but the shouting. Um, Super chat. Super chat. Super, super. Yes, Did sir. Did you watch the game yesterday? I just saw the halftime. Oh, you didn't watch the, the game? The pregnant lady. <laughs> Who is that pregnant cow? Rihanna. What? Rihanna. Oh, you're a rapper? <laughs> Singer. Oh. Why did they let that woman stand there looking like that? <laughs> Where's her husband? You saw what Trump said, right? Uh-uh. Oh, it's funny. What did the great white hope say? He um, said that she has no talent and waste of time. And- I I believe it. <laughs> Huh? I have his truth social truth. What do you say? 
epic fail. Rihanna gave, without question, the single worst halftime show in Super Bowl history. <laughs> this after insulting far more than half our nation, which is already in serious decline, with her foul and insulting language. Also, so much for her quote-unquote stylist. <laughs> I don't know. But that's his true social tweet. Uh, I saw a little clip of it this morning on Fox News there. And it looked like a big black balloon was going up in the air. Are you sure she's actually pregnant? I think it's just speculation. Oh, yeah? Well, she, she better cut that belly down there. Probably is pregnant. Then. Well, well, that's what they said on the new, on this Fox News this morning, that she was pregnant. Oh, they did say it? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. That's what I thought. Yeah, I think so. She did just have a baby not too long ago. Uh, that's what they said. They said she had a baby recently. Baby left over. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know, folks. I don't know if she's pregnant or not, but she sure look pregnant. That's for sure. She better fake it. Is that with ASAP Rocky? Yeah. Okay. But they're not married yet. I don't believe they're married. Amazing. Super chat. Yes. All right. Let's start on from church from Mario Ubaldo. Good morning, Jesse and crew. I hope you guys had a wonderful weekend. Jesse, my husband and I are celebrating 18 years on Tuesday. Love and appreciate you. Right on. Congratulations. Come Tuesday. Nice. That's a long time for marriages today, especially with millennials. Congratulations. Really. I love you back. I wish you guys well. And from Chris, amazing. Amazing. And from Ryan 8U, no message. Ryan 8U. Thank Thank you. Thank you, Ryan. And from Emerson True Zone. Hi, Jesse and crew and everyone at Bond. Question, what are your thoughts on the Sabbath, and are we to rest on the day of the Sabbath? Oh, they asked me that yesterday, right? Yeah, I didn't read his full chat, so I felt like I just just Oh, nice. Give it again. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not into the Sabbath because uh, uh, everything is done now in the spirit. But I do recommend... Call it what you want if you got to put a name on it, a title to it. Make sure you take a day of rest, a reflection of um, just time out so you can see the Father's will for you. You definitely need it from work, from everything. All right? So if you want to call that Sabbath and whatever day you want to do it and easy for you to do it, that's the day you should do it. Don't just say Saturday or Sunday. You're not locked in on days anymore. It's all spiritual, all right? But I do recommend you take a day of rest, meaning reflection, quietness, stillness, and uh, as I said, know the Father's will. Whatever day you want, whatever you want to call it, if you got to put a tight on it. Thank you. I appreciate that. Interesting question. I think the Spaniards call Saturday the Sabbath. Because they call it Sabado. Sabado? Sabado means Sabbath, I think, I assume. Sounds similar. And did they do that um, before Jesus did what he did? I don't know. Uh, I don't know if Spanish existed before Jesus. Are they Christians? They're Catholics, I think. Are they Indians? Are they Indians? Uh, Yeah, they mixed with the Indians. Oh. They mix with the engines to make Mexicans and all those other oh, people I see. in Central okay. and South America. I think they're mostly Catholic there. Yeah. Right? A lot of Spanish right. people are Catholic. Right. Oh, okay. Amazing. Nice. Okay. They love Mother Mary. Right. They wish them Mary. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And Stefan J. Davis with a very generous donation. Thank you. Don't believe the thoughts. Yeah. If you can doubt every thought, everything will be over for you. All your worries, all your mess would be done with. But you got to doubt the thoughts. All thoughts are all lies all the time about anything. Doubt the thoughts. All right? Thank you. And from Lady Seesaw, brand new member. Thank you. Thank you, Lady Seesaw. Did you say that right? Yep. Lady C. South. Okay. And from DK Dead Calf. Hey, DK Dead Calf. 
How do you let thoughts go? Nice question. By being still and watching. That's all. Let them flow right through you. Like a river of water. You watching the water flow? Let it flow right through you. It's like, um, but you got to overcome the anger so you can see the thoughts. Anger, anyone that has anger don't have love. And love is only from God, right? Love is the light. And the thoughts are the darkness. So you need the light to shine on the darkness to defeat it. And you do that by going and forgiving mama and and, and grandma or anyone else you may resent and return to the father. Then you will start to like sit back watching a good movie. You're not in the movie. You're watching it go from one scene to another to another to another, then to a commercial and then come back to all you're doing is observing. That's what you do with the thoughts as well. Just watch them. God created us. And we became a living being. Once you start watching those thoughts and be patient because you so identify with them, you will become a living being. That's for sure. Nice. Thank you. Nice. And from Hassan's dog. (laughs) Walking on water. With a generous donation. (laughs) I pooped in your bed. While you're at church, Dad, (laughs) just showing you my dog love. In all seriousness, good stuff today, JLP. Amazing, amazing, amazing service. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I'm glad. I hope it was helpful because I want people to be helped. And I'm pointing you back to the source, which is inside of you, that will help you. It really will. Amazing. Thank you. Yes, thank you. And from Piotr Robel. Happy Sunday, everyone. Thank you, Jesse and the team, for the best fellowship on this side of heaven. When you're ang- when when you angry everything when you angry, everything you touch is crumbling sooner or later. Yeah. Thanks yeah. to God we can overcome. You can overcome the spirit of anger, which is the nature of evil. Anyone that has anger is evil. And cannot be trusted. Anyway, I don't care who it is. Overcome evil with good. Forgive. All right? Nice. Thank you. You're right. From Gregory DeRosa, I respect Bond for staying in the heart of the mess. Los Angeles, nothing like overcoming right where you're at. That's for sure. <laughs> right where you are. What did they say? He said right where you at. Is he black? I don't even know. Gregory DeRosa. Where you at? Trying to zoom in. He looks like he might be a POC. Probably Hispanic. But thank you, though. (laughs) Whatever you're you're right. Whatever. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. And from Lin Yin Chin, thoughts are not the cause of emotions. Emotions are the cause of thoughts. The number two can't be without one as its foundation. In this same way, thoughts are all constructed out of emotion. No, that's not true. You can't have emotions unless you have thoughts first. The thought come, pay attention to it. You see, the thought come and then the feeling come. The thought can give you fake good feeling and you feel it. Oh, that's, you're so nice. That's a good thing. Now you feel good. Or the thoughts come, you're so bad. Now you feel bad. You cannot have the emotions unless you have the thought first. Emotions cannot create thoughts. Thoughts create emotion. That's why I'm telling you, let the thoughts go. Let them just flow right through you. And then you will not be affected by the emotion. But once you give in to the emotion, the thoughts stop and pile up on you and feed you one thought after another, one thought after another. Then you want to jump off a bridge. So you can't have the emotions unless you have the thoughts first. But thank you. Appreciate that. Can the emotions bring more thoughts, though? What do you mean? Like, yeah, you have to think of the thought and then get the emotions and feelings from it. Right. But then if you, like, start uh, believing the emotions and you're, like, sitting in the emotions, can that bring on more thoughts? Well, the thought would bring on more emotions. Mm. Because let's say that you 
let's say there's some, some uh, your wife told you, I love you. And right away the thought's going to say, oh, that's so nice. But if you let that pass through, then it'll just be a quick feeling without identifying with it at all. But if you hold on, oh, my wife loved me. Now some more thoughts are going to pile up. Go buy her some flowers. Go rub her feet. <laughs> I disavow. <laughs> Go hiking <laughs> with her. The thoughts that made you, oh. But if you let that thought pass through and she said, I love you, it, it's okay. That's nice. But it wouldn't be a sense of identity. But if you clock it up by holding on to it, reacting to it, more thoughts going to pile on. And that's why you get more emotions. The emotions make the thoughts more enticing, more right, if tempt- you, more tempting. If you think that was a good, oh, that's good, my wife loved me, yes. But if you don't, it doesn't matter either way, then the thought can't do anything. Nice. The emotion can't do anything. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you. And from J-Rock, no message. Thank you, J-Rock. Let's Thank stop right there. You. Yes, sir. Thank you all so much. We'll pick up on this. I can't believe this hour is almost up. Amazing. <laughs> Tom, and like I'm a, let me go to, uh, I really appreciate you guys. Thank you for helping us. Thanks for donating to Barn, too, at rebuildingtheman.com, the church service and everything. Because of you, we're able to get this done, and I am grateful. Thank you. We all are grateful. Let me go to Patrick out of Denmark. Uh, let's see here. Patrick, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Thank you for letting me be on the show, Jesse, and uh, hello to all of your audience. Hello, Good. everyone. Thank you for calling, Patrick. Short thing. Now, I'm calling today because I had an amazing conversation uh, earlier today. It was uh, at my school, and I was having a conversation with this guy. His name was Andre. He's from Ukraine. What time is it there now, Patrick, in Denmark? uh, Right now, we have, it's almost 4 p.m. Okay, go ahead. Yes, and I was speaking with him. He had a lady come along, and they wanted to use the projector. Anyway, I'm... um, I'm just sitting there minding my own business, and I speak some Russian, so I recognized him. We fell into conversation like this, and somehow we went along to the subject of the current war situation, yeah? And of course, it's tragic, it's a disaster, and stuff like this. And I was very much paying attention to church yesterday about keeping sides, not taking sides, and I noticed. Suddenly, they're taking the side of, yeah, and we should hate Russia, and we should love Ukraine, and feel pity for Ukraine, and that should be you as well, Patrick, so who are you? They're kind of asking me, right? I'm not taking any sides in this, but I can feel that we're speaking about anger, so I take the conversation towards anger. Well, do you hate all Russians, Andre? Hold on, Patrick, Patrick, hold on. Let me take a quick break, if you can hold... 888-775-3773. 888-775-3773. Two more hours to go. We're going to finish up the Super Chats, your phone calls, and more news items that's going to blow your mind. Back in a moment, hate coming in with the hate news. The hate news. Not the fake news, but the hate news. Be back. So, here's what I recommend. I invite you to download my silent prayer. <laughs> Um, I know some people have called in and they wonder if the silent prayer is working. And I just want to take a second and, and to tell them that it works. You just have to stick with it. Yeah. Um, that's the first thing I started doing before I even forgave my parents. And I was so depressed and suicidal at some times that I, I just would have to stop in the middle of my job or whatever I was doing and go into the silent prayer. And it, it really does help, like... I don't have those anymore. Amazing. Um, you haven't seen anything yet. Doubt every thought. Bring every thought into captivity. Just let them all pass. Don't judge them. You haven't seen anything. It gets better and better and better and easier, easier, easier. So my gift to you, no charge, at rebuildingtheman.com slash church.
got some Super Bowl mess for you. The USA is getting shoot down happy of UFOs or whatever you want to call them, unidentified flying objects, and a huge death toll in uh, Turkey and Syria after that earthquake a week ago. 7.8 magnitude earthquake and a 7.5 aftershock. It's crazy. And uh, maybe some Ukraine propaganda or anti-Russia propaganda. This is the end of Hour 1 of the Jesse Lee Peterson Show. It is Monday, February 13th, 2023 A.D. Stay tuned for Hour 2. Jesse Lee will be right back. But first, fake news, not fake news. Super Bowl firsts, courtesy of Kami Nonsense Network, CNN. A day of first, the first Super Bowl to feature two black starting quarterbacks. The first mother to have two sons play against each other in the Super Bowl. And the first pregame flyover to be performed by an all-woman crew. And thankfully, nobody died that I know of. The far-left females at the Skim say 18.8 million people is the number of Americans predicted, quote-unquote Americans, predicted to call in sick today, the day after the so-called Super Bowl. So much for work, 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 work. Am I right? Common Nonsense Network reports that Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl LVIII, Roman numeral for 57, I think. LVII, not three eyes, in a thrilling 38 35 game against the Philadelphia Eagles Sunday. MVP Patrick Mahomes appears to be half white, half black. Daddy is the MLB player, baseball player, Pat Mahomes. Uh, Mahomes, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. And proud mama, Randy Martin. They divorced 2006, and she's all into her son's footballness, and she's Christian, quote-unquote. Rihanna, that's that singer woman who they say is pregnant, did a 13-minute performance of her greatest hits, owning the stage and skipping the typical guest appearances. One music performance expert I know was a little underwhelmed, and uh, Trump was not impressed either. Impressed in how bad it was, he says. She also broke the internet with speculation that she's pregnant with her second child. That's according to Common Nonsense Network that they, she broke it. I don't know if she did. The USA is getting shoot down happy. Common Nonsense Network CNN says U.S. fighter jets scrambled three days in a row to shoot down a trio of unidentified aerial objects high above North American continent. A jet shot down an unidentified object near Lake Huron. Huron? On Sunday, marking the third time in a week that the U.S. military is taking down objects in northern American space, North American space. On Saturday, an unidentified object was downed over northern Canada a day after another object had been shot down over Alaska. A Chinese surveillance balloon, purported anyway, was taken down by F-22s off the coast of South Carolina last weekend. You may have heard about that. With no indication at this point that the unidentified objects have any connection to China, national security officials are on edge, supposedly, and pressure is mounting for so-called President Sleepy Joe Biden to break his silence on the multiple objects shot down from the sky. Huge body count. Common Nonsense Network CNN says the death toll across Turkey and Syria following last Monday's catastrophic earthquakes has reached at least 36,000. Officials said in an update today, Sunday morning it was 28,000, over 28,000. Now it's over 36,000. Teams are still rushing to save victims that could be alive under the rubble. Even as authorities warn, chances of finding survivors are becoming increasingly unlikely. And it's cold over there, too, by the way. Aid organizations are trying to deliver urgent supplies, but efforts are complicated by Syria's long-running civil war in quake-hit areas in the north much of which is held by, quote-unquote, rebels. The perhaps sleazy United Nations Emergency Relief Coordinator Sunday stressed the need for more open access points to get aid out quicker. Turkish authorities arrested a number of property developers blamed for building collapses amid this earthquake as public anger over the 7.8 magnitude quake response grows. Crazy, huh? And Ukraine propaganda. U.S. officials issued a travel advisory urging American citizens in Russia to leave immediately. It's not safe because America has alienated Russia. I'm James Hake.
Nick and Hassan and Sean for making it happen on the Jesse Lee Peterson Show. The Hake Report is coming right up, guys.